What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Jeff's Canvas, back again with another podcast. And today, my new lovely guest today here is Armand, bro. Introduce yourself, man. Hey, Jeff. Thanks for having me on this podcast, bro. I'm super excited. Um, yeah. I have been waiting. I have been waiting for you to get this started for a while now. And I'm so happy and grateful that I'm here now. Shoot, bro. I'm, I'm really excited, too, man. Like I said in the previous podcast, I wanted to start this stuff in April, but sadly I'm starting in August. But I'm ha- I'm glad I'm glad that you've been waiting this long, bro. I've been first in line and everything, and happy about it. How you feeling, man? How you feeling? Um, dude, I've been doing great. We haven't spoke, I say, much on the phone until I guess a few months after I had left Florida um, to come to Dallas. You know that. But um, once we started talking, bro, I heard your idea of doing a podcast, and um, I I can't lie, bro. You got me excited when you started talking about what it is that you wanted to do. You started painting the vision perfectly, and yeah, yeah, bro, I've just, I mean, I've been doing my own thing. I have my business. Um, I have a side hustle right now that I'm really trying hard to Yeah, tell me about it. Tell me about it. So pretty much what we do is um, my company, we are a marketing and branding agency. So mm-hmm. anybody who has a um, anybody who, who is wanting to get started in, um, you know, self-contractor work, if they want to be a um, freelancer, if they if they want to start a local small business, um, we do work for them and we basically give them the tools and resources so that they can start promoting their business in a much more um, modern way. Um, Because you got to realize not everybody's super educated on the technology side of using the internet, um, social media, how websites work. um, And we do all of that. So yeah, I've been having an an extremely amount of fun with that. um, And I'm really hoping it takes off here in the next couple of months. Dude, I love that. I love to hear it. So basically you're self-employed, right? Yeah. Um, so if you're asking about my background, I grew up um, mainly in Hawaii. Yes, Hawaii. I'm from the islands, the big island. Yeah, you are from Hawaii. I, I forget <laughs> that sometimes. I was, I was born there and then um, I moved to Texas um, here in the DFW Metroplex. I lived in a small town called Denton. Um, it's a uh, it's a smaller town that a lot of people pass by to the far um, northwest of DFW. And uh, I went to public school and I made it to high school, but just barely. I um, I decided to drop out a quarter into my freshman year. Yeah, I got a quarter in my freshman year. And I, I think I've told you all this, right? Jeff? Yeah, you've told me this before. But people listen yeah, to this yeah. podcast. This is their first time hearing this. And I, I'd <laughs> like to I'd like to say you don't you don't even like um when people hear the term dropout and everything, they think of like, you know, not successful, unsuccessful, they're stupid or anything like that. But when when people hear you personally, I'm saying from my point of view and everything, bro, when I hear and talk to you, bro, you do not sound like that. You do not sound like the the stereotypical dropout. You sound a lot more educated. If anything, oh, oh, I, I, more cer- like- I certainly, I certainly hope so. Uh, if what you're saying is, 
did I grow a lot from, <laughs> from when I did drop out? Yes, I did grow a lot. There was a lot of changes um, in my character and just how I spent my time, like mm-hmm. time, especially because when you drop out of high school that early, you have so much free time. Yeah. And um, I, uh, I picked up, I picked up a job working for a company that did window cleaning and uh, I made pretty decent money. I think I was, yeah, how old were you? I was, I was 16 years old. 16. Yeah. I was 16 years old. And I was making what I thought was like, I thought I was making wealthy money, bro. I was getting paid like twelve an hour. I was like, dude, I'm, 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 I'm getting about thirty-five hours uh, every week. Every week, and I'm like, yeah, I'm banking. Um, but yeah, from then, from then, I would say I, there was a lot of ups and downs, and just um, really just trying to figure out what it is that I wanted to do with my life and. Um, as a young person, I'm only nine, I'm only 19 years old. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like that was a really big question on my mind and is on a lot of people's mind. Um, mm-hmm. because the talk was that everybody would graduate from high school and then yeah. go on to college. But, uh, you know, yeah, I was still, I was still in the process of yeah, figuring what out what I, I wanted yeah, to do. Yeah what, yeah. what did you want to do and everything? And it's crazy because you, you think like a kid, like when I think back to when I was like 15 or 16, bro, I remember every time right after school, I just want to go home and play video games. You, you're a lot different from the average, well, when you were like a, the average 15, 16 year old and everything, you went out and got a job and you wanted to do something different. And look at you now, bro. You're 19 years old, self-employed and everything. I can't say that for a lot of people who drop out at like your age and everything. They probably like, Jeff, I, I, think, oh, I think your mic is a little bit. Oh, what happened? I think your mic was, it's fine now, but I think your mic cut out a little bit. What'd you, what did you say? Uh, what I said was that, um, <laughs> what, I, what I basically was saying that the, when I was 15 and 16 years old, every day after school, I'd usually want to just go home, play video games, go to sleep and repeat, do the same exact thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. What you what you what you did as a kid and everything and looking at you now and stuff like that. I can't say that a lot. I can't say that for a lot of people who who could be able to do what you did and everything. I I probably think that, you know, the casual 15, 6 year old dropout and everything, they either A, be homeless, B, a junkie, or three, just not successful at all. Seeing that you <laughs> yeah, were able... Or, or a mix of them. Yeah, <laughs> a, a mix, mix of, of them. them. And seeing that you were be able to, like, conquer all those odds and everything and see where you are as a person, like, where you're at, right, where you're at right now, it's it's crazy to me, man. It's really it's really motivating, and it's, it's really, really impressive, actually, to see. Thanks. Um, but I'm gonna be honest, Jeff, like probably what was even more impressive was uh, the support system that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because like I said, I didn't I didn't I didn't always <laughs> I didn't come out of the womb with this mindset. And I certainly didn't drop out of high school with this mindset um, that I have today. And even today, I'm still working very, very hard to uh, keep focused and, and, you know, keep doing what it is that makes me uh, happy. But you know, back then, just to just for a couple instances that come to mind, I feel like a lot of people could relate to this is um, I found myself waking up a lot of, like a lot of the times just sleeping so long, like just never wanting to get out of bed, um, not really having the urge to, uh, you know, to go out and, and find productive things to do. Um, Did you say you were depressed? 
Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think that was the reason why I didn't uh, experience the opportunities that I did later on uh, was because, you know, I didn't, I didn't have any emotions towards anything, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's a couple of reasons for that. I feel like one of the reasons why I may have, may have experienced with depression is um, figuring out what I wanted to do. You know, I, I had that lingering fear over my head um, just a little bit. Cause you know, I was, I was, I was still pretty motivated to mm-hmm. um, start my own business. I, I you know, I, I later got introduced to a lot more brighter ideas than I had uh, at that moment. Um on how I could start, you know, making a living for myself. But the biggest problem that I had on my mind was, okay, I'm, I don't have a high school degree. Um, if I don't keep finding people, um, that are willing to work with me or that I could work, do work for, um, soon enough, everybody's going to get out of high school, going to college. Um, they're already going to get started on their careers and, they're just going to know what they want to do. And I'm over here still, you know, not, not uh, really unsure about what I wanted to do with my life. No, you were, um, you were uh, scared of being left behind. Absolutely. Like absolutely. Yeah. Like a race. And, um, that was, <laughs> that's obviously not the right thinking. And, uh, I think that was the reason for, um, those depressive stages that I had, um, through my, like my early life of, just still figuring myself out, um, which is normal for everyone. Everyone's going to experience that at some point. Um, the thing about me today, though, um, is I really focus on what I like to call is my um, my PMA, and that Ooh. is, what is your PMA? positive positive mental attitude. Um, mental attitude. Hmm. Yes, my PMA and how I got introduced to this, um, to this term was someone explained it to me as, um, you know, how do you, how do you go about your daily lives? You know, you might wake up, go to school, or you might wake up, go to your job, um, come home on the weekends, go out with your friends. And a lot of people, they, uh, they track their lives. Um, they track the, the, how their uh, life is valued based on what they do, right? Yeah. The, the type of the type of job that they have, the type of car that they drive, um, <laughs> the type of school that they go to, yeah, the type um, of likes and stuff on Instagram and Snapchat, the swipes, the comments, stuff like that. Exactly, exactly. And um, someone told me, you know, that's that's the stuff that you do throughout your day. That's that's the activity part, mm-hmm. but. Um, throughout the day you have thoughts and you have feelings and um being introduced to this term positive mental attitude is about how much time through your day do you feel happy (laughs) and um as someone who was you know first uh, getting introduced to this term i had to ask myself that question which was you know how often did i find um you know, joy in living every day. Then what was your and, answer? Uh, like, I'm going to be honest. I didn't really think about it. <laughs> I, uh, I had, I had never thought of, of that, of that question. You know, that was my first time being asked, but that person asking my, asking that question opened my mind to a 
wide array, like a, a big array of, of new thoughts. And that was, okay, I want to see if I could track my positive mental attitude throughout the day. And I started to realize, okay, when I wake up in the morning, I feel good. <laughs> if mm-hmm. I wake up in the morning and I don't eat, I don't feel good. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Throughout my day, if something happens, you know, whether it's on the road or whether it's somebody in my life, somebody that I interact with, um, I might have to face a negative experience. And um, then, of course, my positive mental attitude starts to go down. Mm-hmm. And um, you, you, you start now that you're thinking about, OK, I'm not happy <laughs> at this moment. When am I going to get back to being happy? And um, that was another question that that popped in my head. And and asking myself that question got me thinking, OK, how long do I let this um irritation or this like sadness or this this anger linger you know yeah um because the question was when am i gonna go back to being happy and um i started to realize that sometimes i would find myself lingering on certain experiences way too long and this was the first time that i was even thinking about my emotions constantly throughout my day and the Mm. second day came around and I kept thinking about it. The third day came around. I kept thinking about it. soon enough, a whole week passed and I'm self-reflecting on a Sunday at home. And I'm like, wow, I spent so much of my week thinking about negative things uh, of letting negative experiences take up the majority of my thoughts. And you know, um, I, wish- I was like, I wish yeah, I felt yeah. like that. I really, I really wish someone had introduced me to something like that when I was, like maybe uh two years ago, back when I was working at that crummy ass job and everything. Because like you said, you know, you spent time thinking and thinking about your emo- like not a lot of people think about their emotions throughout their day. I, I never oh, thought absolutely. about it. It was the, it was the first time that I was being in- even introduced to it. I, I, yeah. I didn't even think about consistently <laughs> looking yeah. at. And self self reflecting on how your uh, emotions are. Yeah, because people um, typically think about it afterwards. Whenever they make a a huge sudden change, they don't ever think exactly. Yeah, because like they, like I said before, sorry to cut you off and everything. No, no, yeah, keep going. I think like uh, going on the right track. Yeah, like the you know, like I said, the job that I had before and everything. Um, looking back at it now, yeah, I was miserable every single day, and like that 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 horrible level of comfortability in that job. I don't know why I stayed there every single day, even though I hated it every time I walked into that job. If I was introduced into that to that idea, PMA, positive mental attitude, and thinking about how my emotions were throughout this throughout the whole entire day, I think I would have left that job a lot more quicker than a lot more earlier than I would like to like to say. Because you know, like I said before, yeah. people people think about this type of stuff after they leave or after they make that sudden change and everything. They never think about it during and everything like that. And you you're right. Like PMA has to be introduced into a lot of people because. Right. Like, not a lot of people think about their emotions throughout the day. Like thinking about my day right now, I, I can say I was generally happy throughout the entire day. I can't say that for about most days, but I'm gonna start using PMA now in my day to day life and see like what do I have to have change. Absolutely. Um, were you referring to the job at Lowe's? Yeah, was, I was dude. referring to Lowe's. Oh my gosh, I I I, I get what you're saying, dude. Hundred yeah. percent. Um, but yeah, like you were saying, people aren't actively thinking about it you know sometimes they'll 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 think about it in the moment you know by moment 
they're they're doing it by uh you know they're kind of handling it as it goes um they're not actively self-reflecting on how their how their past days are going how their past weeks are going people will go a whole a whole year <laughs> through a, a depressive episode and it's so it's not funny but um it's a real issue and i've i've been there and it's i've experienced that and it's it's there's just it's it's worse than just the um it's worse than just it's worse than just the feeling of it mm-hmm. because you're it's it's agonizing you know because you're having to go through the days and the the weeks and the months of experiencing this awful feeling this yeah. disgruntling feeling yeah, and um, in your mind yeah that's that's the worst part about it is that you know it's prolonging and it's it's continuing and you're having to uh keep on experiencing that and that could be very um traumatic for a lot of people and a lot of people are thinking about how to escape that how to get out of that and i i certainly was and um i think that's another big thing is you have to want to change you have to want to get out of that situation um you have to want to start feeling different um and when i was younger at those first stage stages of um trying to better myself and you know really start to listen to um listen to my mind listen to my body um only then did i start to desire and and develop a a want to change and and to start feeling better you know because i feel like a, a common a common phrase we hear is um you know, no one's going to jump in and save you, right? That is true. If That's you're out there, phrase. if you're out there, you got to, it's everybody for themselves, right? Sadly. And um, that's that's partially true. It's it's partially true because you can't want something more than, you want. You can't want something for someone more than they want it for themselves. That is true, um, yep. They have yeah. to want it too. Yeah, you can't, you know, want for like, a, like let's give a perfect example. Let's say um, a mother wants their child to, like, you know, succeed in school and everything. Obviously, you know, as much as the mother or the father wants their child to succeed in school, get A's or B's and everything like that, the first thing for that child's going to want, has the want to succeed first before anything at all. Like, obviously, everybody wants the best for the kid and everything, but does the kid want the, want the best for themselves? It's oh, like, absolutely. It's like, yeah, it's like the same phrase saying, um, you know, you can't help somebody that doesn't want to be helped and everything. Right. But... I love how when like the whole format of PMA and everything that could completely change somebody's attitude completely. Like, right. I feel like, and- I feel like that needs to be applied a lot more in like society and everything. Cause it, it, it's crazy. It, it's crazy that you are a child and everything. Cause like you said, you're only 19 and everything. And like <laughs> the, like the major, the major bits and parts you're talking about and everything is between 15 and 17. I'm going to assume right now. Mm-hmm. And the, the fact that, you you were thinking about all this in your mind right now and stuff like that. And I'm not saying, you know, everybody as a kid and stuff like that wasn't depressed or sad because, you know, I'm pretty sure a majority of everybody in high school and middle school, high school majority, you know, were, were pretty depressed and stuff like that. But the fact that, you know, you were kind of like similar to all them kids, but you wanted to make a difference, it's, it's truly impressive. And if a lot of kids were introduced to the whole PMA format and everything that you had explained, I feel like the whole, I feel like a lot more people would be a lot more motivated and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause you know, and I, I, I think that's what this podcast is for. Um, 
you're you're one of those people just that has been bringing attention to this this type of um information and i think that's why we have continued to be friends for so long uh, just being able to see you improve uh learning from you and, and and growing with you and uh having your influence because it's it, you know it's hard to be positive when you feel bad right yeah um and that's that's a that's another big thing is you have to you have to constantly tell yourself that you that you are feeling good that you are mm. taking in this moment as it is yeah um, we always talk about living in the moment but sometimes there's bad moments and sometimes there's good moments which ones are we dwelling on the most i'd rather reflect and dwell on the good moments as much as i possibly can um because i value them right mm-hmm. and um i mean coming to where i am today um self-reflecting on on the past uh i think it's been about been over a year and a half since yeah. i've learned of pma and i've since, since i've learned of tracking your uh, mental attitude on a on a monthly basis on a day-to-day basis um i have come to learn so many useful um so many useful techniques on how it is that you can achieve more just by having a positive mental attitude the more you feel good throughout your day the um the more positive experiences and emotions that you are going through on a day-to-day basis, you're going to start to feel this um, burst of energy Hmm. and where similarly depressed people, people who are um, frustrated and they have this, um, you know, they have this suppressed uh, emotion. Yeah. This oppressive, not oppressive. Um, It's just, yeah, it's just suppressed. uh, 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 pessimistic attitude pessimistic thought process that right there right because like because like you were saying you know to feel good and everything you got to tell yourself constantly that you look good you feel good that you're all this and everything while Mm -hmm. somebody's sad they're obviously and i I, you know i'm gonna take my personal experience and everything you know because you know there'd be days where like when i was like really sad really overweight and whole like you know not you know, not saving money, working at that horrible job. I call it the, the horrible job blows and everything. I was uh, every single day I woke up, I look in the mirror. I'd be like, wow, I look ugly as shit. I'm going to go to a shitty ass job, make a shitty ass paycheck, drive home in my shitty ass car. And I'm going to go sleep in my shitty ass bed. And we, every single yeah, we've, day for I've a good year there. and a half. I feel like a lot of us have been there where one thing happens and then it's just a, a domino effect. And we get in the cycle of, of thinking of negative thoughts. And uh, we actually push ourselves into that pessimistic attitude, you know, because some people, some people, you know, some people aren't always like that. You know, um, it can be quite normal to to notice that you're not feeling yourself, you know, um, and there's a lot of power. There's a lot of power behind our thoughts and our words. Um, and it can be very hard to tell yourself, oh, I'm feeling good um, when you're not. You yeah. know, you might be experiencing physical pain. You might be experiencing financial pain. There's a lot of people that have debt. There's a lot of people that are, uh, they have um, family trauma, you know, and it's, it's hard mm-hmm. to tell yourself that you feel good when you, when you really don't, but yeah. there's a positive, there's a positive twist that you can put on that. You know, just when you think that, oh, there's no way, there's no way this could be, this could be good, yeah. but wait, 
there could be. We just haven't found it. It's just like if somebody says, oh, this isn't working, but I'll make it work. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a terrible, it's a, someone says it's a terrible day, but tomorrow I don't know yet, mm-hmm. but I'm excited to find out. Right. It's yeah. the expect, it's the expectation that we set on things. And I think that can be a very useful tool to other people yes. that I have learned to use. You're um, you're you're really right about that. It's the expectation that you set on things and everything. Um, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I want to use a good example. A friend of mine named Justin, right? I had a really deep conversation with him the other week, right? And right now, you know, he's he's out. He's he's pretty young and everything around our age and stuff like that. And right now, life is pretty tough for the guy, right? Like he hates the job that he's working at and everything. You know, he has a, he has bills up to his ass and everything, right? And but he says he says the only thing that gets him through is just you know he he puts he doesn't put expect expectations or anything because you know he already knows life is already up to his shit's neck for him right now, but he says that you know he he says you can't there's nothing I can do about it but he tries to set an expectation every every Thursday because he's because that's when he gets paid and everything because he says every, if I can make it to one Thursday then I'm good then I'm great with all the all that stress all the amount of bills that's on his neck and everything like that. It, it's it's crazy that he can just say only one day and he's good. One day out of like six days of straight pain and torture and everything right. like that. I'm not trying to like you know over exaggerate the man's whole life and everything. He's he's doing good and everything for like for a person himself and everything like that. But he, uh-huh. he's still like you know it's still a stressful time for him and everything like that. Um, but the fact that he can say one day out of the week if he can make it to that day, everything else this it's 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 good for him. It's great for him. And it's the, it's the, it's like you said, it's about the expectations, right? It's about expectations. And oh, the, only, the only expectation he puts on himself, if he can make it through Thursday, then he's good. People put too many expectations on themselves and they burn themselves out. And whenever they fail, they completely just explode. Take it one step at a time. That's, that's what everybody needs. That's what, that's what, that's what I wish I knew. Taking absolutely. it one step at a time. If I can right. just, literally just was one small goal. I know everybody has a lot of long-term goals and everything. Just try to set yourself at the least one small-term goal and everything, maybe two and everything, because because it's a lot more easier to like. I mean, obviously, you know, people people want to do a lot of bigger things and everything, and saying, "Oh, doing this short-term and everything." I mean, yeah, it's cool that I succeeded, but it was pretty easy. But it, it's not gonna. You're not gonna look at that in the long run. Long run of things, like um, let's say for example, people say, "Oh, I want to lose." Like a lot of um, a lot of people say, "I want to lose a lot of weight at the gym and everything, right?" And everything. Mm-hmm. I haven't hit my goal of like hitting sixty pounds of losing weight, right? I only hit thirty pounds and everything, right? Sheesh. Like yeah, but what people need to like, for example, like like I said, you know, losing weight and everything. Just set a goal maybe every month here. Like try to lose 10 pounds here, lose 10 pounds here and there. And yeah, okay, yeah, you lost that 10 pounds and everything, but you're probably going to be like, oh my gosh, you know, I still have another 90 pounds to go. Don't look at it like that. Set yourself small-term goals and everything. And when you're like six months down the line, you know, lost 60 pounds, you're going to be like, dang, I lost 60 out of 90 pounds. I haven't finished Uh my long-term goal yet, but I already accomplished all of my short-term goals that leads to my long-term goal. Like Absolutely, yeah, and I I think – to add on to what you were saying, it it becomes such a good feeling to know that you're doing things well within your capabilities. Yes. And, um, you know, I, I think, I believe, I believe that when you're starting out with, um, you know, when you're starting out with building your goals, um, you need to, uh, right as you're recovering, you know, you might be, you might have just been getting out of 
a traumatic experience. Um, you may have uh, been <laughs> very down. Maybe this is your first time even thinking about self-improvement. Because not surprisingly, there's a lot of people who it, it doesn't cross their mind on how it is that they can improve their their uh, experiences and their emotions. But mm-hmm. rise, right as you're starting to build your confidence, right, you, you don't need to set huge goals. Because um, what a lot of people do is they they don't build expectations out of what they want. They build expectations out of what they see from other people, right? Um, and it's it's that comparison that is super extremely um, lethal. It can be um, it can be very detrimental to our positive mental attitude because when you're working towards a goal that someone else has set, mm-hmm. you don't you don't you don't value the same experiences. You'll value the experiences. You'll value the process when it's something that you want. That is so freaking. When it's some when it's something that you know that is within your capabilities, and then once you've built a track record of succeeding and reaching your goals, and you're starting to see improvement, then all of a sudden your confidence increases. And what else increases with that? Your positive mental attitude. And now that you're you're feeling so much better, you have so much more energy. Your your mind is is starting to function a lot more on a higher level mm-hmm. and your creativity starts sparking and you're like wait a minute these huge ideas that I was thinking about earlier they're not even that big at all and you can see that you can put yourself way above the expectations of other people that see is so true dude. if you if you're constantly living in a state of abundance and, and appreciation which is what I'm really striving. I'm telling you, it is it is a long game. This is a skill that is it, it takes a lifetime to build, and that is to value the value every moment that you live. Try to try to constantly live in abundance by recognizing the positive experiences that you are going through, and I'm telling you, it'll make a huge difference, and you'll start to value yourself a lot more and, and you'll you'll appreciate yourself a lot more and you're starting to see yourself worthy of being able to experience all these great things right because yeah. um, when we when we have self-doubt when we're comparing ourselves to other people's expectations we tend to feel bad about ourselves because we haven't met those expectations right yeah for sure and i want to go back to when you said you know don't try to follow somebody else's expectations, follow your expectations, because you're not going to feel any value following someone else's expectations and everything. You're going to feel value following your expectations. Mm-hmm. And like, um, I want to give another example. I feel like I'm giving every example I make. It's my personal example because, but this is a perfect personal example, right? Uh, growing up and everything. Um, I have these two friends of mine, right? I'm not going to say their names or anything like that because they got their respective, you know, relationship stuff like that. But, um, I had these two friends growing up and everything. And, they were, um, they were some really good looking guys, right? There were some really good looking guys and everything. And I'd look at them all, all the time and like, you know, their interaction with other people and stuff like that. And people would notice that they're good looking too and everything. And they talk to them a lot more and stuff like that. And not a lot more to me and everything. So I'd, I'd like, I, I'd always compare myself always like, you know, if I can get this many people or so-and-so like, you know, um, basically I'm talking about girls and everything, right? They talk to me and everything, get in a relationship or talk to here and there. I'll feel good about myself too. No. No, that's not how that works and everything, because you'll just bring yourself down, breaking yourself down, comparing yourself 
or, you know, looking at somebody else's expectations and trying to get to that. No, what what I did is like I, I completely just ignored it completely, set my own expectations for myself as a person. And I feel a lot more confident in my body, confident about my looks and everything. It took me a long time to figure that out, that I have to set my own goals and expectations. Like you said, you're not going to you're not going to you know achieve anything or feel any type of comfort or accomplishment looking at somebody else's expectations unless it's your own. Mm-hmm. And it, it's great that you're giving a personal experience, Jeff, because um, I feel like a lot of people, they are kind of lost or, or, or unsure on how it is that they can get started, right? Um, and when I say get started, I mean how, how it is that they can start improving their life. Um, you know, everybody wants better, but very few know actually how to start the, the process of um, improving your life. And uh, if I can, I'm probably just going to share a couple of tips on how I've been able to improve my life um, just, by, just by having a certain um, outlook on my day-to-day life. And that is um, because I'm focusing on the, po- on the positive experiences, I'm able to recognize a lot more what it is that makes me happy. I know what it is that makes me feel excited. I know what, it, what makes me feel content. I know what makes me feel satisfied, um, joyful. Um, mm-hmm. And so because I'm paying attention to those experiences, I can make the choice, right? Because everything's a choice. I can make the choice to start doing things that make me feel better. Um, and I make it a, I make it a primary goal to, to get that done. Um, and I feel like that will be very useful to a lot of people because what most, um, what most people find themselves in is, uh, they either work, they work a job, some type of job. Mm-hmm. And um, if they're not working for themselves, they're working for somebody else. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, you know, when you're working for somebody else, you have to uh, work based on their schedule, right? Not on your schedule. Not on your schedule you have at to, all. Right? You, when you wake up in the morning to go to work, you're going to work because you, you know, they require you to be there at that time, and they tell you when you can leave. Um, and if you don't experience, if you don't, if you don't enjoy that experience of, let's just say, going to work. Um, you're making it a primary focus to get that done, which is, you know, you have bills, so you're going to make sure that you go to work, no matter how bad you, it makes you feel. And then after work, what most people do is they um, they sit down and they watch TV. Hmm. But watching TV only gives them a small amount of enjoyment, whereas maybe going out into the park and painting, right? I know... Uh, me and you, we have we've done that, right, Jeff? Which yeah, is we did, we've done going out to the park and painting. I would I would much rather do that than um than watching TV. And and, and again, this is going to be different for everyone. You have to pay attention to what makes you happy. Um, and do what makes you happiest. Do what's do what's within your capability. If you know that maybe you can't go into the park and paint that day, um, maybe you play an instrument and you really enjoy the time that you put trying to learn on your, on your skill and your craft, do that. Yeah, find and something it, it, new, as man. long as, and as long as you're doing the most, the, the activity that, that provides the most amount of joy and it's well within your capabilities. And, and when I say capabilities, I mean, really, really make it an effort to try to do um, one thing here. Uh, I think Nikon or no, it wasn't Nikon. It was uh 
who was it? I, I think it was, hold on. Let me pull up something on my phone real quick. Gotcha. I'm just going to, I'm just going to look at something. Um, yeah. Okay. So 55 DSL, right. Mm-hmm. Um, they launched a ad campaign that was called the kiss of death. Yeah. Um, and basically what it was, was the campaign dared its audience to live at least 55 seconds per day to live at least 55 seconds per day. Mm-hmm. The idea was to encourage young people to find a little time every day to dedicate to something special and enjoy life to the fullest. And, and, and if you think about it, that's such a small amount of time, 55 seconds. But if you can even manage that, if you can even manage that, at least you're working towards living life at the fullest and doing that actively is going to make sure that your positive mental attitude is constantly staying afloat, right? That's, that's you don't have to worry about the etches of, of going into those depressive stages. Why? Because you put more focus towards what makes you happy rather than what makes you um, frustrated and and not happy. <laughs> that's beautifully said, Ben. I, I love every word you said and everything. But um, this is a that was it, guys. That, yes, sir. Uh, sorry to cut it short and everything, but that that was it. Thank you, Ramon, for coming to my podcast and everything. Really do Absolutely, appreciate Jeff. Thank Loved you for so having much, me. Bro. Love this so much. Thank you guys for tuning into this day's podcast and everything. There'll be another guest next week. But for now, we got Armand. Thank you so much for being on here. And see you guys right, in man. the next one. See you guys in the next I'll podcast. See you later. Bye-bye. Not. Oh, shit.